Hi guys, how you guys doing? So, uh, episode 7. Uh, we're doing uh, benefits for disabled benefit, uh, for disabled veterans and survivors. Yeah, welcome to Vet to Vet podcast. Uh, episode number 7. Yeah. If it's your first time listening, then thanks for coming. This podcast is produced uh, every week. As a short reminder, vet to vet is a non-profit educational project dedicated to assist veterans uh, with adjustment to civilian lifestyle and to provide assistance, assistance in obtaining uh, UVA and other available benefits that you have earned. So let's get let's get into the show. Yeah, see if we get something into this. So today we're talking about uh, what uh, kind of benefits you can get. Yeah. So what's the point of having you go through all of this? Yeah, many of uh, benefits has eligibility requirements that we talked uh, previously in our uh, previous episodes. So, um, there is a threshold with which you can get certain amount of benefits. So, let's say 0% service connected, 10%, 20%, 30%, 50%, 100%. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, everything goes by tens. Yeah, everything yeah. goes by tens. And uh, some of those benefits you would get from a Veterans Benefits Organization, uh, some of them from Veterans Health Administration, some of them from uh, National Cemetery Administration, NCA. Yeah. Also, a website you can see uh, behind us or on the podcast screen, on the video screen. Yeah. Uh, so... First of all, we thought that we're going to cover first federal benefits and then uh, probably uh, state-specific uh, benefits since both of us are yeah. based in California. So we're, we have better ideas of California benefits than the other states. But once you get an idea of this, hopefully you guys could check out your state and see what those what your state benefits have to offer you guys. Yeah, and so in order for that not to be confusing, we decided to incorporate all the uh, federal benefits into California uh, veteran benefits. Yeah. So you'll, you'll, you'll have a list and most likely you'll, in your state you'll have exactly the same benefits, most likely. Yeah, a lot of them are similar. The bigger ones that you don't see that are similar uh, education benefits, things like that for you or your children, that kind of goes by state by state for the most part, but on average a lot of the benefits are the same. Yeah. Pretty much in state, out of state, that might vary, but it's it's changing right now. So um, we are ba- uh, we are basing our uh, 
today's podcast on the list of uh, benefits available through our CalVet website. Uh, you can see uh, the link on the screen. You can use this one or you can just listen to us and uh, see uh, what CalVet got, can offer you. But yeah, get curious and do your research. Yeah, and um, going back to uh, federal benefits, like bigger ones, uh, compensation and pension, survivor benefits, life insurance, education, home loans, and uh, work rehab. So those we'll uh, try to incorporate in today's uh, podcast as well. Okay. Uh, so Joe, why won't you start with uh, first? Okay. Uh, so when you guys like, so we'll start at, at a zero percentage. A zero percentage is, isn't a bad thing at all. They're actually good. With the zero, you don't have to talk about your military anymore. You just have to show that that condition's worse than the last time they saw you. But with that zero percentage, there are things that you can get, especially if you're a National Guard or a reservist. You guys know sometimes it's hard to sign up for just VA medical. But once you get that zero rating, they have to get you in the system, and now you're good to go. So at a zero percentage, you could get um, your VA medical card for the conditions that you got the zero for. So at least you're in, you got your foot in the door to get the medical side. Uh, you'll be at one of the lowest priority groups. You'll be, the VA's medical got uh, seven different layers or seven different priority groups. At a zero percentage, you'll be in group priority five. And that's not a bad idea. You'll, you'll get free medical for the things that you're service connected for at the zero percent. But the things you're not service connected for, you'll still have to pay, but the co-pays are not that bad. Yeah, not much. A good thing too, you'll especially for your older vets, you'll get um, hearing aids and glasses. The thing about the hearing aids, especially for your older vets, is they're incredibly expensive for how little they are. Yeah. The VA has great hearing aids. They're from a really good brand. They're expensive by themselves, but you get them free. So there's no need for you to go out to some outside group and pay three to $5,000 for a pair of hearing, hearing aids that you may not even use once you get them. Have the VA help you out with that. A little side note to that, if, they give, if the VA gives you hearing aids, that's not them admit, admitting that your hearing loss is due to your service. It's just saying that you have that problem. So just because the VA gives you hearing aids doesn't mean you're service-connected for a hearing loss. Um, let's see, what else? I would say if you're a younger guy, you can get... Uh, at least they've been giving out those last year. Smart pen that can uh, record your voice and all the notes, like whatever you write can be transcribed to OneNote or Evernote or like any other Office application. And that pen is at least like 150 bucks, so. Yeah, and so if, you, if the younger dudes are going to school, ask for it, because that could help out a lot. Yeah, but it doesn't mean that they have to give it to you right. if uh, it's available you can always ask and they might give it to you if they have it yeah that's always worth asking yes and just because you hear no from one person doesn't mean it's no across the board talk to another guy and make sure and verify what they think you know even what we're saying if you're not sure about it or you never heard about it before ask somebody else and see if it sticks and if you hear a few people saying, yeah, that's true, then there's probably some truth to it. Yeah, because myself, personally, I get so upset when I hear no. Yeah. It's, it's just... Yeah, and it's just one worker. Yes. It's not the entire VA. Yeah. Yeah. Um, where are we at, number four? Yeah. 
Um, at zero percent, you're also eligible for VA nursing uh, nursing home care. It, it kind of there's there's conditions to that too. Like you got to make sure that you have income and assets that are within their limits. But if you're in that need, it's worth asking for. Um, you're entitled to survivor disability insurance. Basically, from zero to ninety percent, it's about ten thousand dollars. Once we pass, so we're not going to see the money, but hopefully your wife or your husband gets paid, you know, because we're going to get buried in a national cemetery for free anyway, so have somebody get paid for it. Uh, let's see, possible eligibility for a compensation. Yeah, so like, if you're at a 0%, like say with erectile dysfunction, you can still get paid for that because it's, it's a special monthly compensation kind of deal. But you're still eligible to get that zero and still get a little bit of money out of that, so that, that's true. Yeah, a common one is the erectile dysfunction. Um, so, uh, yeah, yeah, you can get five points actually on uh, employment if you get employed by federal agency or go through USCA uh, jobs gov or USCA jobs. Uh, so most likely you'll be getting five percent, five points. Actually, not 10 points, I think. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it could go for state or federal jobs, so it's worth using. And a lot of state or federal jobs like hiring vets anyways. Mm -hmm. So don't be shy about bringing it up. Same thing with the 0% too. Say if you're 0% for your knee, but you wear a knee brace now, and it's because your knee's getting worse, then you might be able to get a clothing allowance because you're wearing that metal RG3 Dan Marino-looking knee brace. <laughs> and file for that and get some money out of that. Um, yeah, you could. You do have the possibility to get the, um, home pro, the home improvement for structural alteration. That's usually like handrails, things like that, that help you get in and out of the bathtub, but you're eligible. But the major thing that I dig at, out of anything being the 0%, at least being in California, is your kids get the college waiver. You don't. They won't pay tuition for nothing. They'll still complain about books and housing, but they won't have to pay for any junior college, any CSU like say like CSU Northridge or CSU Stanislaus, or any UC like UC Davis, UC Santa Cruz, UCLA. But I believe it goes only for public schools, right? Uh yeah, public. Yeah, not private. So if you yeah. go to USC, too bad. Yeah, you'll pay for that. Uh, well, UCLA is public. Yeah. yeah, yeah, UCLA is public. Yeah, yeah. it's public. Yeah. But, um, well, I would say there are a lot of like great private schools. Um, one of those is Pepperdine. So they would just cover half of the tuition that you have to pay. And even though that probably you have to pay maybe like 40,000, 50,000 a year, uh, and the VA only gives you like 20,000, uh, they are so generous that they uh, cover half of it. Yes. So at the end you don't have to pay anything. So even though it's private school, you still get treated as it's public school. Yeah. So if you're trying to push a private school, talk to them and make sure they know what you're trying to do. Let them know that you're a child of a veteran, and they could help you out. Or if you're a veteran that's just trying to go to Pepperdine because it's an incredible school. Yeah. Amazing. Christian school. Yeah. And plus, that's what matters the most, at least for me. <laughs> so. Um, 10%, that's a big step. Yeah, 10% is cool. Now you're getting paid. Um, 
10% tax-free money's involved. You don't have to mention it on your taxes, anything like that. But now there's a few more little things that you're entitled to for being at 10%. Um, your priority group for healthcare is now a priority group three, so you're moving up on that little rate. Every time you get higher, it gives you better odds of getting medical exams, things like that. Um, but you still have to wait. Yeah, there's always a wait. Yeah. yeah, there's a bunch of people that need help. Um, but it's worth standing in line anyways, get, get what you got to do. Uh, same thing, you get the hearing aids, you get the glasses. A lot, of, a lot of VA people don't do the contact lenses. They might sign you up for the prescription-wise, but they're not going to give them to you. Um, again, health insurance is the same, 10 grand. Special monthly compensation for uh, creative use of an organ. Yeah, so pretty much everything that we covered in the first uh, step for 0% plus we would add um, access uh, passport for U.S. national parks. Uh, you'll get uh, more points on a federal job, um, probably like 10 or 15 points. Um, it's uh, It changes, uh, so on our old uh, uh, document from Calvet, uh, we see it's 10 points, but I believe it's still 5. But yeah, if you get those points, go for them. Yeah, so home loan, uh, funding fee exemption, uh, especially in California, uh, uh, homes and uh, in general property uh, is like really expensive. Yeah. So if you want to buy like a one room or like one and a half room, apartment that would worth probably like 200 grand you would get those uh, 2500 or like uh, maybe 3500 uh, of funding fee uh, exempt so you won't have to find to pay for that yeah so if you're thinking about buying a house with your GI bill or your VA home loan yeah. then it might be smart to try to get a service connection before you do it to save a little bit of money uh, yeah um, you might get some benefits uh, from DMV once you 10%, but most likely if you're looking to park a disabled person parking spot or get a disabled person uh, parking placard, uh, you need to get to 100%. Yeah, and you want to show that there's a mobility issue. So just because you're 100% for PTSD, it's not likely you're going to get the disabled parking card. You want to show some kind of mobility issue. Yeah, and um, if you are retiree, you might be uh, eligible for combat-related special compensation. Yeah, and what that's about is really just separating your retirement from your disability pay because they're two separate things. Your retirement is simply the time you put in. Disability is simply things that happen regardless of time. Yeah, so next step, step up, double up, 10% by 2, 20%. 20%, of course, you're seeing a little bit more money now. Uh, you're at priority group three. Um, a lot of the things are similar, but now you have a really good shot to get into voc rehab. Uh, voc rehab will help you pay for college. So say you ran out on your GI bill, voc rehab can get you like 12 to 18 months of education to help you out and help you out with other things. Voc rehab is a really great program. Those people are overworked incredibly. They have massive workloads and massive clients that they work with, at least here in Los Angeles. But if you have that opportunity to get into it, 
they're good people and they're trying like hell to help you. Yeah, so you see not much difference, just slight differences. Yeah. So 30%, next step. 30%, of course, more money now. But the major thing that you get out of this one is you could add your uh, dependents to get a little bit more money out of it. So if you have a wife, a husband, you have kids under 18, or if your kids are going to college and they're under 26, right? Big kids. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty sure 26 is right around there. Uh, I got to check on that. I forgot. Uh, but as long as they're going to college, you have a shot. If your kids get married while they're going to college, no. So you get moved to priority group two as well. And uh, the rest is pretty much the same as for 20%. Yeah. Um, so next step, 40%. 40%, um, very similar to 30 for the most part. There's more money involved, but the overall benefits are practically the same. Yeah, uh, pretty much the same benefits, uh, but just a little bit more money for ser for your service connection. Yeah. And 40%, uh, I would say, is a big step because, in general, uh, you can get 30% for, like, most of uh, service connection disabilities you have. Yeah. Uh, in general, uh, most of us, especially those who um, deployed after 9-11, would uh, suffer from... PTSD or depression and get a whole bunch of drugs, uh, as myself. <laughs> so um, for like PTSD, you can expect to get, I would say, thirty percent. On yeah, on average, you'd probably see thirty to seventy percent with PTSD. Every once in a while, they'll give you ten. When you see a ten percent for PTSD, it's usually because you signed up for it as you're out processing with your with your uh, branch. Or say you have the records to prove that you should get PTSD, but you didn't show up for the medical exam, something like that. Usually 10% for PTSD is a little bit of a BS thing for me. So if you see 10% PTSD, get your records built up so, and go for an increase because that's usually a little more severe than 10%. But it is true that there's a lot of conditions that could get you high ratings that a lot of people may not think is a severe thing. One that I saw that got a high rating was uh, hyperhidrosis, which is sweaty hands. Uh, if you have really, really sweaty hands and you could prove that you have a medical condition, it's called hyperhidrosis, you can get a 30 or 60% off of that. And, of course, it's sweaty hands, so it's not really affecting your life. It might be weird if you shake people's hands, but not really affecting you too hard. But it, I knew a mechanic that was he was having issues with his job because he was dropping tools because mm. of it. So it can affect your life depending on what your job is. Um, headaches is a common one. Allergies is a common one that could get to 30% fairly easy. Your back could be a 40. Back is a big one, I would say. Yeah, or yeah, for most most guys, you're talking back and knee is usually what prevents you from working. And so if you're a young guy and you have bad back, bad knee problem, it's probably smart to get a service connection now. Because you could talk to these older vets who have bad back and bad knee. By the time you're 40, 50, 60, it's hard as hell for you to keep a job. Yeah. So, yeah, pretty much, uh, like, getting from 30 to 40, I would say it's a big step. Yeah. And the rest is just adding up little by little. If you're eligible, you'll get it. Yeah. So, next, 50%. 
The major thing with 50, now you don't have to pay for medical when it comes to VA. Whether you stub your toe in your backyard, you got in a wreck, you get cancer for whatever reason, the VA will take care of you. And so that's the cool thing. So that's what you want to hit, really, because you know at some point in your life, regardless of who you are or how successful you are, you're going to need medical benefits. Yeah, and no co-payments. Yeah, so that's a good spot to hit. Of course, there's a, a few more things that are added to it now. You could get the Golden Access Passport, which is for national parks. But here in California, you get the state park, park pass also. And that's pretty cool, especially if you're anywhere near, like, with us, we're in Los Angeles, so we're close to the beaches. Yeah. And go park there, and you don't have to pay nothing. Only in uh, public parking spots. Yeah. Because you'll find a lot of a lot of private spots. Yeah. Near hotels or like restaurants, and uh, so expensive. Yeah, but you want to go to Zuma Beach and not spend ten, fifteen dollars to hang out. You're good to go. Uh, hunting and uh, fishing license is reduced. So especially a lot of you guys up north, you like hunting up nor northern California. You like you like hunting, you like fishing. That's good to go for. I think it's it's like less than ten dollars. I think right now, it's not bad. Yeah. So next step, sixty percent. Um, sixty percent. A lot of it's similar. The major thing here, if you're sixty percent with just one condition, you could sign up for. You have that potential to sign up for the individual unemployability, saying because of my condition. I can't work anymore. At least you have that request. It's a, not a guarantee that they're going to give it to you, but you have that foot in the door to request it. So what is that? Um, that's basically like saying, um, say you get a high percentage for PTSD, like 70%. 60%, let's say. Okay. Since we had 60, right? Yeah. All right. So like, say you get 60%, what would be a good one for 60? Uh, your heart, more than likely, like, let's say your heart is at 60%. And because of that, it's, there's no way anybody's got to hire you anymore. They don't think you could handle work stress, things like that. And so you had to quit working. You could go for the unemployable that will shoot you to that 100% rate. Um, yeah, the same thing, too, is you have the ability to do the housing grant, but you also have the special adaptive uh, equipment allowance for your car depending on your condition. But say you're, like you're a guy in a wheelchair and you need to get in your car, then they'll help you with little ramps, things like that. But it's not for everybody, so it really kind of comes down to what your disability is. Yeah, and uh, also at 60%, it's uh, specific for California. You might be eligible for um, some uh, help from uh, California Disabled Veteran Business Enterprise. So, um, but most likely it's operated through small business administration. Yeah. So, so so most likely those guys will be helping you out with your application and might be uh, waiving your uh, fees or somehow uh, getting giving you priority access to their services. Yeah, and sometimes they'll help help you with just coming up with business plans and things like that. Yeah. Um, so next step would be uh, as you see those like. 10% increments doesn't change much. So as we said, like first big step would be like 10%, then going from 30 to 40. And uh, then everything else is just adds a little bit of something. Yeah. So 
the next one we would cover is 70%, 80%, and 90%. So once you hit hit at that 70% and you want to go for the unemployable, what you're trying to do there is you have at least one condition that's 40% and your overall your overall rating is at 70. So don't do the math that we know, you know, like 50 here, 20 here. No, do the VA math. So if, the, if you have a 50 and a 20, but the VA says we're only paying you for 60, you're at 60, not, not 70. But if you're getting paid at 70% or higher, then you could go for that unemployable. Yeah, um, another big one would be uh, uh, probably uh, for older vets. So they would be eligible for VA nursing home care. Yeah, and that, that's another major thing too, because you know, as life goes on, eventually you're going to need it. So at least have it taken care of so your your family's not spending five grand a month or more for a nursing home. Like, yeah, but I'm not sure here in California if uh, you get to nursing home, it might cost you much more than you get it from VA and pension altogether. Yeah. It's expensive. <laughs> yeah, it's expensive. Yeah, especially for uh, like a private one, probably not in VA operated, but if you get to private one, gets really expensive. Yeah, I had one one uh, one person I remember was paying twelve thousand a month for for yeah. For, I mean, it must have been nice, but <laughs> I don't know too many people that have that that amount of money, especially if say like if you're still at home paying your own home bill and your spouse is the one in the assisted living and you're trying to take care of those two payments. For the majority of us, it's going to wipe you out. So at least try to get to that high percentage so by the time you get there, you're good to go and your spouse doesn't lose their house. Yeah, um, so the next one we would like to cover, uh, as we mentioned before, so let's say you're 60% and you're eligible for um, individual unemployability, so you put uh, your application for it and uh, let's say it get approved for VA and by VA and even though you're 60%, you still getting hundred percent based on uh, your individual unemployability. Yeah, so it becomes a splitting hairs kind of deal where you could say I'm sixty percent with IU individual unemployability, or I'm a hundred percent overall. You are a hundred percent in a sense, but you are not in a sense too. So, but you could tell people you're a hundred percent. That's fine. Like the major thing there is your priority group one now, so you're not worrying about none when it comes to trying to sign up for VA medical for whatever your conditions may be. Uh, you'll get the waiver of the life insurance and now it should be at 20 grand instead of the 10 grand. Uh, most likely it, it's still going to be 10 grand for, um, for basic insurance, uh, but then you'll have to apply for additional, I believe now it's, no, I, I don't believe, I know, it's now it's like 30%. So. Not 30%, 30,000, but in order to get 30,000, you need to get uh, approval by one, by one of your doctors that would sign on application that you have uh, some conditions that won't be, uh, uh, you know, healable in uh, any near future. Yeah. And that's how you would get additional 30,000. So we're chronic conditions, things like that. Yeah. Degenerative issues. Most likely it's going to be tough unless you're an old vet because because it's a way, it's unfortunate. Yeah. 
Uh, so, um, yeah, as Joe said, champ VA for your spouse and children. Yeah, so now, yeah, now your, your dependents could get a little bit more out of it. So now they'll be taken care of medically also. Um, the flip side, too, when it comes to the California College Fee Waiver for your dependents, they're eligible for Chapter 35, which will help, uh, which the VA will pay them to go to school. So it's one or the other. So you could either get the waiver or you could get paid to go to school. So if you're at a junior college, I say get paid. If you're at UCLA, then I say go for the waiver. Yeah. So it all depends on what your circumstances are. Yeah. So one more thing additional, probably the same as if you are getting 100% uh, permanent and temporary. Uh, so it would be a one-time assistance in purchasing special adapted uh, car yeah, yeah. or van, most likely. Yeah. So don't wreck it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so also you'll be eligible for mortgage life insurance. Uh, if you got a house, that's probably a, a good idea because you might be paying less and you yeah. are paying for private insurance. And, and it's trying to take care of your family, so go for it. Um, there's the potential now for the property tax exemption. So if you're living in Los Angeles or a, a place where your your homes are expensive, this isn't a bad one to jump on. So, but once you get your rating through, and you know how like you've been waiting a while, so it might be a few years back, you could take that to the the tax assessor, and you might be able to get a little bit of money back too. So, go for that. Um, you have other little things too. One of the bigger ones that a lot of vets like is the military ID card so you go back on base. So next step, 100%. And this is being... Overall. Yeah, overall. So unemployable is cool if you if that's your thing, you know, like say because your conditions, you need to go for it, not a problem. But if you could hit 100% overall due to your natural self, you still have the opportunity to work even though you're 100% disabled. So that's the difference there, and so there's a potential to make a little bit more money. Where at the, at the, um, and of course there's the college fee waiver. There's Chapter 35 that will pay your dependents to go to school if they chose to, but it's one or the other. Um, retiree, if they're trying to smash your disability with your retirement, you can try to split that up with the CRSC program. Yeah. So for the former prisoners of war, uh, you can get. You can be enrolled in priority group three yeah. um, and get assigned to higher groups later, group one or two. Yeah, but say you're not service connected at all, but you have that POW status, you go straight to number three without being paid anything from the VA. Yeah, you get exemption from all pharmacy co-payments, um, get VA, um, definitely VA medical card. Yeah. Um, are you eligible for uh, all dental treatments, which normally what you get when you get to 100%, which is also good. Yeah. Um, you're eligible for uh, hearing aids, uh, eyeglasses, contact lenses. Um, get, yeah, the exemption on your vehicle fee, so you're not paying the tags on your car. And uh, yeah, California State Park Pass and if, California. And if you are a POW, certainly should be filing for disability benefits because you would probably have the easiest argument out of anybody. So go for it. You earned it beyond earned it, so go for it.
Yeah, for Medal of Honor holders, um, like real holders, not those who play uh, Medal of Honor games, uh, you get a special uh, Medal of Honor uh, pension, which is uh, uh, more than 1,000 per month. Yeah, maybe twelve hundred, maybe fifteen hundred right now. And it's and it's separate from your disability or your retirement or anything else that you're entitled to. You know, so it's a nice, nice little step for what you've earned. Yeah. yeah. So also, you are eligible for exemption from vehicle license fees. Um, eligible for in California for CalVet college tuition and fee waiver for yourself and kids and. Uh, Get a California uh, State Park Pass. Yeah. So if you are a Medal of Honor winner, or if you are, I don't want to say winner. Medal hero. Of Honor, I yeah, would say hero. It, yeah, like, like it's, it's a like, definitely hero. You're incredible, yeah. But go for your benefits because you earned them. So if you're not get, if you're not service connected for it yet, get service connected for it because POW Medal of Honor winners awardees you're the reason i have a job yeah also write a book and uh <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's true too write a book and make a movie out of it man. yeah make a movie <laughs> uh, so the next topic we would like to uh touch on is non-service connected disability pension checklist yeah that's a, yeah that's a good one um you want to serve at least 90 days and you want to you want to, it has to be during the time of war. So if you're a peacetime vet, anywhere like say from 76 to 1990, um, maybe uh, 56 to about 65 if you didn't go to Vietnam, then you're probably looking at say like 1947 to probably 1950, you're probably considered peacetime. You know, so you wouldn't be entitled to the pension at all. The VA won't even listen to it. But if you if your service happens to fall under one day during wartime, whether you went to war or not, you could be stateside the entire time, you're entitled to the non-service connected pension. The main thing with that and the major difference from the disability money and the pension money is now the VA wants to know if you're making money. So it's really about guys that really really need help so if you're under if you're 65 or older and you're not getting social security disability or any kind of retirement and or if you're married you and your wife ain't making that much money then you have a good shot at getting this uh, if you're under 65 then you want to show some kind of disability that's preventing you from working whether it's military related or not homelessness does count so if you happen to be a homeless vet talk to a social worker to write a letter saying that you are chronically homeless for whatever reason and you could get the pension. The major thing with the pension is you really want to worry about your money. So if Social Security is paying you $1,200 a month and you have no medical expenses, the VA is likely going to say you're too rich. So be careful with the money. It's, you really want to pay attention to money when it comes to the pension. Yeah, as the VA gets uh, information if you are getting money or not, is they most will. likely from social security. And they will find out eventually. And so you don't want to like play that game if you're getting social security and you don't bring it up and you're taking the pension at the same time. 
Because what could happen is in a year or two when the VA figures it out, they're going to write you a letter saying you owe them 10, 20 grand. And of course, nobody has that amount of money just to hand over. Yeah. And so then they start taking from your Social Security. So now you lost your pension and now you're losing your Social Security. Yeah, and that might be a bad argument for later if yeah. something happens. Yeah, so now you're in a real bad situation. So you really want to be careful with that. When it comes to the pension, I always say talk to a service officer before you even file anything. Some guys could file disability claims, you know, for a hearing loss, your back, things like that. But when it comes to pension, you really want to talk to somebody about it because you could fall in a whole mess of trouble there. So what kind of benefits those people can get? Um, little things. Um, benefits you can get, you could probably get uh, the housebound status if you need help. And so that, that could say because of your conditions that you need help with aid and attendance and that could boost the pension up a little bit more. But what you do with that money is another per is on you. So like just because they say you need aid and attendance, they're not going to send some nurse to your house. You have to still pay for that. And the pension's not a lot of money to be able to afford that really. Um, you will get a VA medical card. So if it's hard for you to get VA medical for whatever reason in the past, if you're under the pension, you could get it now. Um, you'll be in priority group four. There's no co-payments required because usually if you're under the pension, you have some kind of financial issue. So, of course, they're not going to charge you because it'll just be a massive burden on you. Um, you still get hearing aids. You still get eyeglasses, all that other little stuff. Dental's kind of hard sometimes. Um, yeah, dental's hard for most of us, so... You still get the home loan disability insurance. You can still get the national park. You can get the DMV um, disabled placard, as long as it's a mobility issue. And of course you get the 10 point preference because you have a disability. Yeah, um, the next short topic would be uh, service connected desk checklist. Yeah. Said one, but. Yeah, so say a veteran passes a, a lot of the times the family has no idea if that condition is due to his service or not. But if that person was 100% service connected for over 10 years, then it doesn't matter how they pass. The spouse can sign up for the, for the, um, the DIC pension and you'll get it and they won't care about your income. What you want to try to show is how that condition that caused the death is due to his service in some kind of way or their service. So one thing that you could try to do is say if it's a heart attack issue but he wasn't a vietnam vet say a world war ii vet korean vet but he had ptsd but he had heart issues um maybe even sleep apnea as a service connection you might be able to tie that as his ptsd helped aggravate the hypertension which caused the heart attack which caused his passing so it's a little bit it's a little bit of work, and but if you talk to a doctor and say, is it likely that these things cause these things, sometimes those doctors will help back you up and get a letter from them and you should do okay. Yeah. So um, what benefits those people can get? Um, one, you could get the, um, you get the um, death benefit, which is just like a service connection. It's not as much money. It's practically just about half. 
But you don't have to worry about bringing up your income. And it's a throw social security, right? Oh, so, well, social security, you could also get your uh, death payment if uh, the veteran was receiving social security. Uh, if there's any accrued benefits, like say there was a claim going on and more than likely it was going to be service connected or say that they didn't send his uh, back pay by the time he passed and you're still entitled to that. Of course, they're enti entitled to the burial allowance, the headstone, the flag, the presidential certificate, things like that, um, life insurance, all kinds of, the chapter 35, the medical, or the, the educational benefits for the kids and the surviving spouse still applies. Yeah, all the CalVet home loan yeah. um, benefits, um, home mortgage insurance, CalVet tuition, fee waiver for surviving spouse and children. And so, as a veteran, what you're trying to do is connect your disabilities to your service so you get service connected for these things. So when we happen to pass, you know in the back of your mind at least that your your spouse and your family's taken care of a little bit more even after you're gone. Because you know, like once a once your spouse passes, then there's like, it's hard to focus on bills, it's hard to focus on things that you need to normally do. So if you could help out your family in that way, do it. Um, well guys, thanks for listening. That's it. Yeah. Uh, come back often and feel free to subscribe on iTunes, YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook. Uh, all links are in the podcast notes. And as always, um, do you have any book, uh, movie, or something you would like to suggest? Um, I don't know if I mentioned Howard Zinn yet, but Howard Zinn has a really good book called The People's History of the United States. That's a pretty neat book if you're into history. Um, yeah, um, and I would like to mention an old movie that probably everybody's seen, but still good, Black Hawk Down. Uh, one of the best dramatic modern military movies. Uh, great. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah, so the quote of the day is, uh, out of every 100 men, 10 shouldn't even be there. 80 are just targets. 9 are the real fighters, and we're lucky to have them, for they make the battle. Ah, uh, but the one, the one is a warrior, and he will bring the others back. I hope you'll find that person who actually helps you on the battlefield or afterwards yeah. when you get out. Thank you guys. Yeah, thank you. Bye-bye.